Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part five in our conversation. We hope you enjoy. So it's interesting that we often go there so quickly towards like judgment or just like, I don't want to deal with your your questions. I don't want to deal with your differing opinion, you know? And you see that not just in the church. I'm using church examples just because that's where I come from. But like even in politics or in you know, just different worldviews. People are just like, don't even go there. Like, oh, you're that kind of person. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if you've experienced that kind of stuff or what you think about it or if you think I'm crazy right now, but. No, I don't think, I, I don't think you're crazy yet, Wes. Um, I think we're always, yeah. Uh, there seems to be. You could be judging <laughs> me right now. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I think, no, I think that one of the, like, I think one of the joys of working at a place like the refuge, but then just having conversations like this is like, these are, these conversations used to be terrifying when I had a small view of who Jesus was. And I was, and when I, and what I mean by that, it was just the one that was in front of me. And like, that was all, that was the things that I experienced firsthand from like the one things in front of me, that was it. And that was the beginning and end of, of everything that I had an understanding or confidence in, but then digging for like the closer I get to who Jesus is, the more I understand how much he loves me, the more I am confident in who he is. And that gives me this ability to like hear things that are difficult to understand or things that I'll never understand. But it also, the more that I see how how God has worked in, throughout history to address these really complicated things by people who ask really hard questions. And it's one of those where, like, if, if we just like look historically, um, man, I'm just trying to think, like, the people who responded in, Christi- in, in like, Christ-focused ways during, um, if we're just going to use politics— the extreme extreme of the right in, in World War II and fascism, the people that stood up against that was the church in like Dietrich Bonhoeffer. So just look up who Dietrich Bonhoeffer is, strong Christian, ask difficult questions of the extreme right. And then the extreme left, if we're looking at like communism and in like Eastern Europe, the people that stood up to them was the church again. It was the church in Eastern, in those communists, in that intense extremism of the left, where again, it was the church, people who were following Jesus, asking those difficult questions. They were a part of the underground in communist Russia. They were a part of what tore down authoritarianism. And then even in America right now, whether if you want to tick off everybody, it's saying like, well, who wants to, who wants to address racism and, um, poverty. It was some, Martin Luther King Jr. The closer he got to Jesus, the more he got to ask those questions. And that's what made everybody upset in that, in that season of history. And so I'm saying those things where we have to ask those questions of each other. So if you're scared of the question, I mean, you need to, ask, you need to be curious in that. And that's what where people who really do make an impact and why it's important for us here and for guys in the refuge hearing this, like, why are we talking about these really big, huge things around curiosity? It's because it works with big monumental systemic things like that. Like how do we address world war two? How do we address um, 
economic authoritarianism to how do we address racism, it's the same practice of curiosity. It's what drives us to the unhealthy habits we want to break. Can we do like it, it, it takes an awful lot of effort to do these things and it's terrifying, but we have to do those things. And in those conversations, that's when I see evidence of who Jesus is and what he's done in me and what he's done in other people is being curious about it. That's good, man. I think, I think to land the plane here, cause this is good. Everybody wants to be heard. We all want to be heard. We all have a story to tell. You might be listening and think that you don't have anything to say or your story is insignificant. And I just think that's so, tr- that's so false. Like I believe God loves you, loves us so much that he cares about the details. You know, I was just reminded of um, the story in John four, where Jesus talks with a Samaritan woman. And at that time, you know, Jews and Samaritans did not get along. And especially as a Jewish man should not have been talking to a Samaritan woman. And Jesus did, right? It says in verse seven, when a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, will you give me a drink? He starts with a question, you know, um, the Samaritan woman said, said to him, you're a Jew. I'm a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? Jesus answered her, if you knew the gift of God, who it is that asked you for a drink, um, you would have asked him. Um, and he would have given you living water. And they, and they have this huge exchange and Jesus obviously extends to her this just this very compassionate and gracious interaction. And, and she leaves, she leaves delighted. And, um, or I would imagine she would have, because he's, he's having this, this straightforward, but compassionate conversation with this woman, um, who, who by cultural standards, he should have ignored and disregarded. And I think that's such a great picture, right? And he leads with a question. And, and I think that if you're listening, like you have something to share. And I think that if you feel disconnected, ask the people around you some more questions and, and maybe they'll return the favor. And as a result, you might just feel more connected than you did before. And I think at the end of the day, that's what we all want. We want to feel connected. We want to feel safe. We want to feel like we belong. We want to feel loved. And that's what God does to us. God cares about the details. He cares about all the things that we go through. And the invitation is simple. It's to ask questions and listen. And if you want to help somebody, I just firmly believe that that's one of the best ways to do it is to ask questions and to listen and yeah, to offer suggestion and advice and and so on and so forth at times. But, but to lead with curiosity is so powerful and it's so easy to do. It doesn't require anything from you. You don't have to be an expert in anything. All you have to do is be curious and ask questions. And it's amazing what will happen because you might just learn something new. You might just feel more connected to that person that maybe you thought you would never be close to. And so I think, I think that's the invitation here is begin, begin trying to practice curiosity. Cause I do think that we have a curious God who, who 
who cares about the details and how he learns and knows is by asking questions. And I think, I think the more we do that with each other, um, the better we'll be. Thanks for listening to this episode of the relational recovery podcast. We'll be back soon with a new conversation. We'll see you then.